Huntington, we've been asking ourselves, can we make it easier to avoid overdraft fees? And we can. Now, if you're overdraft at Huntington by $50 or less, you won't be charged an overdraft fee. And if you're overdrawn by more than $50, you have time to fix it with 24-hour grace. Why would a bank do that? Just to help people out. That's how we reinvent banking. Huntington, welcome. Your account will be closed if it is negative in any amount for 60 days. Learn more at Huntington.com slash safety zone and Huntington.com slash grace. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. We change our minds every day. About a million things a day. This is no different. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't be afraid to say, you know what? I'm just going to rethink this thing. People are not dying getting the vaccine. Um, I, I better rethink this thing. I'm going to go call my doctor and, and have a discussion one more time. It is okay to change your mind. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, it's Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. I was like speaking in third person. This is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that help me to become a generational wealth builder. Remember, okay, this is not a how-to podcast. This is a becoming podcast, becoming better financially, becoming a visionary, becoming a sower, becoming a reaper, becoming a steward, a team builder, becoming a person that chases God, not the bag, becoming a warrior. Those are all titles of some of the old podcasts. So if you want to learn more about those other biblical principles that I have talked about, please go back and listen to those as well. Wealth building is a feat. That's important. It's very challenging. It's not something that people just sort of wake up and decide to do and accidentally fall into. But I found that the only way to really do it successfully is by learning these biblical principles and practices and then implementing them. The word of God has helped me to change how I look at, deal with, manage my finances, right? By becoming, right? I have to become something different than what I was doing before, right? And so becoming the bank, which is really becoming a financial resource to my family, to the community, to those around me. So the biblical principle for this week is becoming a person of long faith and strong faith. Like long faith, the idea of faith, right, is just simply seeing the unseen. Long faith is being able to believe for a very long period of time. Strong faith, I like to think of, is being able to believe God for big things. First Corinthians 5 and 7 says, we walk by faith, not by sight, which means most of the time when we are moving forward in any of our finances, we don't see right? We don't see what the output is always going to be. Most of the time, we have no idea whether or not there will be an output at all, right? That is faith. Faith is probably one of the most important things you'll need in wealth building. However, typically the world will automatically think that I'm talking about faith in the stock market, faith in the process. I hear people say that all the time. You got to have faith in the process, faith in your idea, 
faith in your skill set, faith in your business industry, faith in your real estate selection, right? So you're sort of believing that some of the things that you're doing are going to help you to manifest something great. And I know it's really easy to think and believe that as long as you have good information, that it's going to amount to a good result. And I'm talking about a totally different type of faith. So you see, faith in those things are not guaranteed. The return on those are not guaranteed. So the faith that I'm talking about to build wealth is believing in something greater, is believing in the power of God. So listen, the scripture that fits perfectly with that is faith in talking about powerful, the powerful focus of God. So I'm referring to 1 Corinthians 2 and 5, right? That your faith might not rest in wisdom of men, but instead in the power of God. I'll say that again. That your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. That means that when you know everything that you know might be wonderful, everything you know might be credible, everything you know might make sense, right? And you might be, for the most part, a pretty bright person, maybe even brilliant. But that the truth is, is all of the wisdom you have cannot surmount the power of God. And that really your faith should not rest in your wisdom. It shouldn't rest in your skill set, your business industry, your choices. It should really rest in the power of God. The revelation for me was clear, right? When I got this revelation about the power of God and where my faith lied, I had really struggled with really just studying a lot around finances, really digging in and learning. And don't say, I'm not saying that that's wrong, right? We always talk about, right? That knowledge is powerful, right? Being able to know sort of um, industry uh, markets or being able to do market analysis, um, to be able to know where you're at on the real estate cycle to be able to purchase or business-wise, right? Being around other people who have enough financial sense to be able to create amazing projections or um, financial spreadsheets and evaluations on your business, like all that stuff is good. Um, and I have some awareness of that. I lean too heavily on that going into business. And very early in my process, I had to find out this revelation that my wisdom was not enough, that what I had learned, it was not enough, and that my faith needed to really be put into the power of God. That's where I needed to rest my faith at. And when I say rest my faith at, it means I put it there and I leave it there. It means I don't ever pull it out. So I had gotten to this space where I had completely got out of my contract for deed. God is so good. I was able to finally refinance that contract for deed. I'm talking about it brought my payment all the way down to $630. <laughs> I had a beautiful three bedroom. It wasn't huge for me and my four kiddos at the time, um, but it was perfect, right? I paid off all my debt. I had changed my spending habits. Um, my credit was like AA1. I'm talking about like high 700s. I'm talking about like it was nice, right? And the only thing I had in debt was like my house and student loans. And the truth is, I didn't think I was ever going to be able to pay down those student loans. Um, but because I just happened to have a lot of kids, right, I was paying very minimal anyway. I wasn't making a whole lot of money. So it didn't really help me, hurt me. And so what ended up happening is it put me in a position where I was thinking, OK, I'm ready to really launch Aruba. My business, I was a therapist at the time. I was doing contracted work, but I was still leaning on that contracted work as sort of my safety net. 
And I really needed a substantial amount of faith, long faith and strong faith to step out of the comfort of working at a position, even though it was an employee, I was a contractor, I still was relying on those funds. And so I took a jump, I took a leap. Let's talk about a leap of faith, but my faith was not resting entirely in, um, in God. And that was part of the problem. As soon as I left, I mean, as soon as I left, I ended up getting a bunch of staff, everything was going great. And then because of the billing cycle, with insurances, right? Where maybe you might complete a service on one day, but you might not get paid for for 90 days. Um, my business began to sink. I'm talking about mortgage was low. I didn't have a lot of overhead. I wasn't spending like crazy, but I still had kids to feed. And my faith was in the wrong thing. You see, I had done all the planning and preparing to launch, right? But I wasn't resting in the power of God and what he could do. And that was when I got that revelation because I was in a position where I couldn't rest any other place because I had done everything that I could do. I was scared. I remember every payroll. I was running to the bank using my credit cards to pay for payroll. So I know some of you people who have been through businesses challenges before, right? And this either makes you fail, right? This is like one of those times where it's like you pivot and you're out of it. Like you're out of business. That's it, right? You go too deep. You don't get paid fast enough. You got to let staff go. Staff is like, listen, if you're not going to pay me, I can't stay. Or, right, God steps in. Thank God, God stepped in, right? During that time, though, I had to have long faith and I had to have strong faith. And I needed my faith to be resting in God's power, nothing else. And I really didn't have a choice at the time. And I've learned that financially, when you're building wealth, man, it's tricky, right? And you just don't keep building up. You keep getting into positions where you could be possibly set back. You're constantly going to be challenged financially to be in positions where you have to rest in God's power. You have to rest. Your faith has to rest in his power. And you won't be able to know enough to be able to get out of the situation. You won't be able to socialize enough to get out of the situation. You won't be able to, to figure it out enough. You won't be smart enough. Um, and so this is really important for building wealth is you need the attribute. You need to become someone where your faith rests in God's power. All right, listen, this is three ways that Paul helps us with this, right? Number one, remind yourself that your human wisdom, your personal abilities are not enough. You just need to like convince yourself of that. They're just not enough. I'm not saying be a Debbie Downer or beat yourself up. I'm saying be realistic, okay? You know you got limitations. You know you got fear, anxiety, worry, blind spots, doubts, right? You're gonna make mistakes. All of that is fine as long as you know that and you also understand that then your faith needs to rest in God's power, right? You by yourself will fail every time. But if you can put your faith in God, well, then that will be the thing that keeps you um, from going down, for real going down. Don't put your faith in yourself. So that's number one. Number two, speak the power of God over your situation. Sometimes we have to try to have things figured out. Like that's what we naturally do. We make plans to try to rectify it. But the truth is there is only one truth and that God's power is supreme. Long faith, strong faith requires you to speak to the situation about your God. Don't just be talking to God about your situation, right? So you proclaim truth over your situation. I trust you, God. That's what I say all the time. I trust you, God. I got to look at the numbers. I'm like, this is Jack. Like, I don't know how we're going to make this happen next month, but I trust you, God, right? You said that you're going to provide all my needs. 
You said that you're going to pour out so much that I won't have room enough to, to receive it. You said that your grace is sufficient. You said that you're a God of more. You're a God of abundance, right? That's speaking to the power of God over my situation. Number three, last one. This one is the most important. I like it a lot. Look for God to do something miraculous. This happened in Corinth, right? And Paul is talking to people about his God and the power of his God, but God also shows up with miraculous deeds, right? He does amazing exploits, right? Listen, I always feel some kind of way when God shows up and blows my mind and I'm surprised because I'm always thinking, gosh, I just, I didn't have enough faith to believe he was gonna make it that amazing, right? And so listen, Look for God to demonstrate his power. Sit like on the edge of your seat with expectancy that God is about to do something that blows my mind, right? You're just waiting for him to do something. It's not like you're thinking if, right? You're, you might be thinking when, right? A lot of us think when, right? You're not thinking if though, but you know that he's gonna do something to blow your mind. So be looking for God to do something amazing. All right, so listen, you need to become a person who has long faith and who has strong faith. To become that, you need to regularly remind yourself that number one, your human wisdom is limited. It's not enough. Number two, you need to be speaking the power of God over your situation. And then lastly, you need to be looking and waiting for God to do something that blows your mind. That means you need to be sitting in a space of expectancy. All right. All right. I love faith. All right. Listen, the Lord pulled Aruba out of the hole. <laughs> Many more staff in dollars since then. Like we have grown way beyond that. We have gotten into tight spaces again, but we've never gotten to that tight space ever again. They say that if your business can last past five years, right, then you'll probably last period. So that that happened at like our third year. I feel like that that was God testing me. And then now that I'm able to rest right? My faith is able to rest in his power. Yeah. I can't see me being challenged like that again, although there's other ones. Okay. I praise the Lord that there are people that are looking to increase their faith. And so what I would say is that you need to make your faith long and you need to make it strong. Listen, I pray that something you heard today blessed you. I hope that you can take some of these principles and practices and become a visionary, ultimately a wealth builder, ultimately a person that increases their faith. My prayer is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community financially. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Children's Minnesota, the leader in specialized health care for kids, is here to raise awareness, standards, the bar, the stakes, the question, the curtain. On raising kids' health to the highest priority, Kids need equal access to health care, more pediatric expertise, a voice for change. Kids need us, all of us. So let's raise them up. Children's Minnesota, the kid experts. Outschool provides live online classes for kids. 
They offer academic classes as well as interest-based classes. The topics are so cool. Everything from art and fitness to physics, mindfulness, food, history. A lot of these topics are things that are not taught in your regular school. Check out their amazing classes. Your kids are gonna love it. My son's about to graduate high school and he wants to go to college, but I don't have the money to pay for tuition at one of those big time universities. And I don't want him to be strapped with student loan debt trying to get a degree. So he's going here to Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. The school is designed for families like mine who have a higher financial need. Believe it or not, you won't pay more than $3,000 a year on average for tuition. And get this, laptops, textbooks, meals, and even Metro passes are free. Sound too good to be true? Well, it ain't. That's not even the best part. Doherty Family College at St. Thomas offers a two-year undergraduate program with small class sizes. So your child will have the personal support they need to be successful. At Doherty Family College, they'll treat your child like family. Do what I did and check them out at dfc.stthomas.edu. Set up a tour today. You'll be glad you did. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go is mealtime made easy. Just order delicious meals online for convenient curbside pickup or have it delivered. Want breakfast? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Need lunch? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Doing dinner? Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go. Get pancakes, burgers, fried chicken, lasagna, high chai Asian dishes, sushi, pizza, and more. If you're craving it, Hy-Vee Mealtime To Go has it with curbside pickup or delivery. Order today at hyvee.com slash mealtime. Sustaining your energy and well-being through the long, complex journey towards health, equity, and inclusion can be difficult. Bottom line, you need to carve out time to care for yourself. To help you navigate your well-being goals, the George Wellbeing Program at The Y provides you acupuncture, massage, nutrition, and health coaching, as well as daily online meditations and yoga practices on Virtual Y. Well-being is not a commodity. It's an essential tool for your everyday life because you are worthy. For more information, visit us online at ymcanorth.com org slash well-being.